0: Section 25 of A Daughter of the Soup. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Reading by Vera Miel, A Daughter of the shoot by General Charles King. Epilogue. L'Enfroi. Nearly two years later, with the old regiment still serving along the storied platte, they were talking of her one moonlit evening at the flagstaff. The band, by this time a fixture at Frayne, had been playing delightfully, and some of the girls and young gallants had been botting on the raised veranda. A few new faces were there. Two faces, well-known, were missing, those of Astadate and Beverly Field. The latter had never been the same, men since the tragic events that followed so closely on the heels of the lame-wolf campaign, wounds had slowly healed. Injuries, physical, were well-nigh forgotten, but... Mentally, he had been long a sufferer. For months after the death of Ned, even when sufficiently restored to be on duty, he held shrinkingly aloof from post society. Even when Blake, and Ray were powerless to pull him out of his despond. He seemed to feel-indeed he said so-that his brief entanglement with that strange, fascinating girl had clouded his soldier name for all time to these staunch friends and advisers he frankly told the whole story and they in turn had told it to the general Sir Colonel colonel commanding the regiment and to those whose opinions they most valued but few could speak of it to none others frankly he admitted that from the moment he met the girl he fell under the influence of a powerful fascination within twenty-four hours of his return from the laramie trip they were riding together and During that ride she asked to be taken to stabber's village and there had talked long with that magnificent young sioux later phil surprised her in tears and then she told him a pitiful tale eagle wing had been educated she said by her aunt and uncle was indeed their nephew and her own cousin he had been wild and had given them much trouble and her aunt was in bitter distress over his waywardness it was to plead with him that she the net had gone moho had been taught mining and mineralogy it seems and declared that he had located a most promising mine in the black hills he could buy off every claim if he had a thousand dollars and the mine might be worth millions he pulled the story mrs hay could not persuade him then moho became threatening he would join the hostiles, he swore if his aunt would not help him indeed and here field's young face burned with shame the net told him that she understood that he field was an only son who might inherit wealth in the days to come and could draw upon his father now for any reasonable sum and within the week of his meeting her he was on the point of offering everything she needed but that he disbelieved the indian story then one night there came a note begging him to meet her at once she had a dreadful message, she said, from Moreau. The fellow had frequently been prowling about the traders during the dark hours, and now she was afraid of him, yet must see him, and see him at once, even if she had to ride to Stafford's camp. Field's eyes were blinded, and he went. Hay's horses were ready beyond the corral, and she rode astride on one of Hay's own saddles they found moho awaiting them at the fort and there was a scene field could not understand For they spoke in their Sioux language that night it was that, all in tears at the indian's obduracy she owned that he was her own brother not merely a cousin and together they had all gone back to refrain moho was to wait on the flats until she could return to her house she had been striving to get him to make certain promises she said "'contingent on her giving him something from her own means. Field said he remonstrated with her to the utmost, "'but she told him no woman with Sioux blood in her veins "'ever deserted a brother or lover. "'And so she had returned with a packet, presumably of money, "'and there they found the Indian clinched with Kennedy. "'Kennedy was rescued in the nick of time and pledged to silence. "'The Indian rode away triumphant. "'The net climbed back to her window, exhausted.' apparently by her exertions, and a few started for his quarters only to find the entire garrison still. the rest they knew asked how she came to know of the money in the trade-safe he said no secret had been made of it by either he or him she had asked him laughingly about his quarrel with wilkins and seemed deeply interested in all the details of subaltern life Either he or he, fortunately, could have made good the missing sum, even had most of it not been found amongst Debra's plunder. Field had never seen her again until the night the general took him to confront her at the Hayes, and, all too late, had realised how completely she had lured and used him, in pride, honour, self-respect he had been sorely wounded, and even when assured that the general attached no blame to him, and that his name was no longer involved he would have resigned his commission and quit the service had it not been for those soldiers three webb blake and ray they made him see that all the more because his father's death had left him independent so master of quite a valuable property he must stick to his sword and live down the possible stain and stay he did refusing even the chance to go abroad the following spring and devoting himself assiduously to his duties although he shrank from society they made him sometimes spend a quiet evening at Razor Black's, where twice mistake was found. But that young lady was quick to see that her hostess had been scheming, as loving women will. And then, when he went hoping to see her, yet half afraid, she came no more. They could not coax her. The early spring had taken him forth on long campaign, then and chewing for had taken her to a far distant east, for Glan's old day was breaking down. The doctors sent him on prolonged sick leave. There was Fort Frayne indeed a desert post to Beverly Field, and when midwinter came, and with it the news that Date had but little while to live, he took counsel with Ray and a month's leave, not much of which was spent in the south. The old regiment was represented at the set and solemn little ceremony when the devoted husband, father and fellow soldier, was laid at rest. Nor was Fields a happier man when he rejoined from leave, and they all thought they knew why. Letters came, blackboarded, with Esther's superscription, sometimes, but only for Mrs. Blake or Mrs. Ray. There was never one for Fields, and so a second summer came, and went, and the second September was ushered in, and in the flood of the full moon night. There was again music and dancing at Fort Frayne, but not for Field, not for Esedade. They were all talking of Net, daughter of the Dakotas, and Esther, daughter of the regiment, as they called her in her father's corps, And the mail came late from Naramie and letters were handed round as tattoo sounded, and Mrs. Blake, eagerly scanning a blackboarded page, was seen suddenly to run indoors, her eyes brimming over with tears. Later that night, Hogan tapped at Fields' front door, and asked with the lieutenant step over to Mrs. Ray's a minute, and he went that said mrs ray pointing to a paragraph on the third page of the blackboarded missive that had been too much for mrs blake and he read through it all esther has been my sweetest comfort but now i must lose her too our means are so straitened that she has made me see the necessity hard as it is i must yield to her for the help that it may bring she has been studying a year and is to join the staff of train nurses at st luke's the first of october for a moment there was silence in the little army parlour field's hands were trembling his face was filled with trouble she knew he would speak his heart to her at last and speak he it in. all these months that she has been studying i've been begging and pleading mrs ray you know what i went for last winter all to no purpose i'm going again now if i have to say a patient at st luke to coax her out of it but not until christmas came the welcome wire patient discharge nurse finally accepts new engagement fini end of epilogue and then of a daughter of the two by general charles king